Borg presents Blood of the Father, Heart of Steel. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And this whole episode is going to be backwards. Mm. You figure it out. There will be a visual cue to let you know uh, where we're going to be. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't think that through. Ah, well, nevertheless. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the premiere of season four. We're in season four times, baby. Mm-hmm. It was miserable for the boys, but it is great for your boys. Mm-hmm. And they, they also perk up. They mm-hmm. get their little break. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So this this episode was written by Jackson Public and Doc Hammer. Originally aired October 18th, 2009. Uh, this has all the world of a Doc Hammer uh, and basically confirmed that he kind of took it over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a Doc Hammer ass premiere. It indeed is. Um, I mean, j- just because of the structural stuff and because... Uh, honestly, it probably it probably goes to a, like a like a little bit too far of a length to uh, to explain things uh, that, yes. that, that happen. People criticized it for being unclear. Like by the end of this, it's pretty clear the exactly what what happened. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, I'm on board for, with it because I'm on board with antagonistic yes. Venture Brothers. Yeah, it's not like my favorite episode of my favorite season or anything, mm-hmm. but I think it's interesting. Yeah, you know, I said I think it's interesting. <laughs> um, the uh so this is the first episode of season four um we're setting up the new status quo Amidius race mm-hmm. uh you know brock is gone and during portions of this he's been gone for a while yeah you know 24 is dead and during portions of this he's been go- gone for a while mm-hmm. uh there's no cloning uh backup plan and we are f- fully uh in the sergeant hadred era yes of the venture brothers um he is established mm-hmm yeah, he has his own uniform and everything. He's even uh, tried to impose a uniform on the Ventures. Um, mm-hmm. they, they and I think it's it's in the book. They 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 slip up and call it a jumpsuit. And I just wanted to to, to shout no, at them. No, there's speed suits. Out of their mouth. Come on. <laughs> uh, about the season, uh, we we alluded to um, uh, this being a rough time for uh, Hammer and Public. Uh, it kind of seemed to be more rough on Jackson Public based on the mm-hmm. based on the art book. Uh, it was mostly him talking about like all the stuff he was going through uh, as they were putting this together, uh, uh, including quitting smoking, quitting smoking by taking Shantix, the uh, the stop smoking drug that uh, gives you horrible nightmares. <laughs> yeah. That's like literally like mostly about cigarettes eating you and like, cigarettes <laughs> killing your family and stuff. But the the greenlit Adult Swim greenlit season four or season three and season four at the same time, uh, and that kind of got them onto a schedule of like trying to treat it like it was a regular show that would air, you know, like a new season every year, and this led to them kind of crashing and burning. Yeah. Uh, and this season, like a lot of, you know, Breaking Bad did this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, was, this was maybe the first introduction I had to the multi-part season. Yes. You know, uh, which is real weird mm-hmm. to me. Like it's basically season four and five. Yes. Uh, it was going to be a 13 episode run like normal. But when public uh, called and was like, hey, I really need a break. What if we just stop right now with eight and then we do another eight? Mm-hmm. You know, fans will feel like they're getting a whole new season. You're getting more. We get to rest. Yeah. You know, let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the reason why he got so burnt out other than just taking nightmare drugs was that he, you know, thinks that like, Oh, I can write while I'm doing post. No, you can't. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like he, he doesn't, he doesn't do most of the post doc does most of the post, mm-hmm. but it still just ends up taking, it sounds really exhausting. Yeah. The way oh. they describe it. I mean, like you, you get prints back and then like, you have to go, I mean, I ran into this even just with the limited animation work that I did at the marketing studio, but like you get the animation back and you, you know, you're, you're terrified to watch it. It's like opening up a, opening up a faucet and having a bunch of snakes come out because you're going to have to like make a big list of all the shit that needs to be fixed and to try to decide whose fault it is and who can fix this quickly enough for us to get this thing out. Um, you know, like doc is doing the editing and post, but it is still, you know, the director's job, uh, to, uh, to try and help like guide that. So, you know, going in only having three scripts, three scripts written and expecting that you're going to have the unbroken focus that you need to, uh, you know, to, to, to keep, to keep writing is naive at best. And it's weird that they keep touching that stove. Yeah. Well, specifically near the end, too, this is one of the later ones that was written mm-hmm. um, in the production order. Uh, and so that meant it had a lot to do. And it also has this, like, ambitious, hostile structure. Yeah. And uh, Jackson had to direct this. Yes. Near, you know, near the end. So he's like, yeah, that wasn't easy or mm-hmm. anything. Like, the book is actually really heartbreaking. This is their most triumphant season, and it just sounds miserable. Yeah. I I, yeah. I love specifically Doc's attitude about, like, accommodating Jackson in this. Just I want to read mm-hmm. this little passage here. Uh it says, anytime somebody says they need a break, there's a reason that they're saying it. So you have to support them, you know? I wouldn't even question it. When somebody is so overwhelmed that they're trying to find a way to pull back to do their work um, without having a breakdown, you don't say, oh, no, let's trudge forward. I don't have the teeth for that. Uh, that's a good yeah. collaborator. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's 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 a really mature outlook. Yes, uh, it's not the kind of patronizing dad shit that people get into. Yeah. the the equivalent of this, even if you're not collaborating on a project, is people who won't stop if you need to use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. In a car, like, why would you argue with that? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, like you don't fucking know me. Like it it is just callous and shitty mm-hmm. to just you know presume that you understand the urgency of somebody else's needs. Yes. You know, yeah. Um, they had a couple of plans that they had for this. They aborted. Um, they thought about making Twenty One the new bodyguard, um, and they didn't want to do that because the job like emasculates you. And they were just now building him up. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, so they needed. They wanted to build him up, so they didn't have to spend this time tearing him down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a really weird episode. Uh, it's two stories moving in two different directions mm-hmm. uh, at two different timelines. Yeah. You know. So there's Brock's story, which uh, Jackson Public was responsible for. This moves chronologically forward Mm -hmm. uh, in time. And then the venture uh, hatred story goes backwards in time. Yeah. Um, And the way that they do this is through uh, the length of Hank's hair Mm -hmm. and then having these little pop-ups that are the uh, CCG uh, value of a comic book. Yes. Comic Collectors Guild or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. which they 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 say like I'm I'm glad they just copped this like we didn't expect anyone to know that what this is yeah yeah like well, I knew what it was because I'm a fucking dork but like they were just <laughs> you know they, it wasn't like you know oh you're an idiot if you don't get this yeah yeah they're just like no we introduced it we didn't expect anybody to get it uh, it's explained at the end 
So there you go. You can, you know, like it, it, it should be clear. You can, you as an adult can resequence things at the end. It's, it's all there for you, but also like venture brothers rewards, repeat watching and rewards nerds. So yeah. if, if you got it, cool, you got it. If you didn't, we explained it anyway. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And in general, like, it's a weird thing where, like, I like, I respect the hostility. I think that it works in this episode does not work as well in concert with the jokes as Escape to the House of Mummies. Yes. Because this episode is a furniture moving episode. Mm -hmm. Like, this has things it has to accomplish above all. Yes. And uh, it's a comedy show. So jokes are necessary to that, but are secondary. Mm -hmm. And then because it's the Venture Brothers and Doc Hammer is hostile, it has to have this weird structure on top of it. Right. You know, and that does not, that does obfuscate mm-hmm. the, the things they want to do. And that's just kind of part of the impish, like puckish spirit of the show. And you either like it or you don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, CGC uh, rating that uh, is up here is referring to the value of a comic book. Uh, Marvel mm-hmm. number one. Uh, this is, uh, this is 21's payment for, uh, for the, the uh, 24's cloning. He just, he, mm-hmm. he fool- foolishly hands it to venture who does not know the value of anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because this was written uh, last there are no callbacks to that or anything like that. It feels right, like 21 right. would have been pretty upset. He would have. Yeah. About- this whole business mm-hmm. it's a half um, million dollar comic like yeah a lot of money yeah uh so let's get into it um it opens with the end of season three the explosion uh and we see from brock's point of view uh he's injured 21 is screaming and running around with 24's head <laughs> um and a soldier runs up and we get our first uh flash screen of a marvel comics uh character logo mm-hmm. um it says the human torch in the human torch font Yes, and then uh, and then we, we we see a, a a henchman running by on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's uh, taken to an operating room, and he uh, and he flatlines. Um, and this uh, indicator pops up showing the uh, CDC rating at, uh, at 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 zero. And we cut over mm-hmm. to kind of chronologically the latest uh, thing that's going to happen until the post credits. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Sergeant Hatred. Uh, who is, it, it, it appears that he's getting ready to snipe Rusty, uh, who was tied up to a chair. Hatred has, uh, flowers all stuck in his hat and his face is painted all, uh, all colorfully, uh, like with a bunch mm-hmm. of flowers, you know, but, uh, he's actually trying to rescue Rusty, trying to rescue Dr. Venture. He's covering him, um, uh, because the person who's trying to bodyguard is being held hostage by some Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and we got over to Hank, who also has a rifle. You know, this is part of the throwing you into the deep end yeah. of all this stuff looking at his dad. He's like, I think I can do it. You know, I think I can ricochet a bullet off his belt buckle and hit the bad guys. <laughs> and hatred, like I, people, you know, who question why I like hatred. It's all season four stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so good in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like uh, you know, he, he is dad, like, you know, like reestablishing himself in his relationship with the boys with this line. Hank, I will give you so much money not to shoot your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Uh, yeah. I also love the book, the part in the book where they're talking about it, where they're like, no, dude, like he's, you know, he's got this sort of Damocles over him yeah, because you know, people think he's this one note child molester, but he's also the kind of guy who brings okra to a problem. Like he's yeah. this like gregarious sweetheart, you know, that's the hatred I see in this. Mm-hmm. Um, hatred, hatred radios, the Dean as well, who's part of this operation saying you need to stab Hitler. <laughs> uh, we cut over, you know, Hitler, it turns out is a dog and there's a lot of, uh, center Nicka, claws, uh, just uh, saying, like, I love Hitler. What Hitler never did anything. Yeah. <laughs> that is only funny because of the, the voice performance. Yep. 
just you know because because he doesn't he doesn't understand he just you know he he is using that name he's referring to this dog that he's gotten attached to because he's a he's a child yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, he's hanging out with, uh, you know, so at this point, Hatred tells, uh, Helper to do it and Helper walks up as in the walking eye. Yeah. Again, just throwing us into the deep end. Yep. Um, the dog charges Helper, breaking the leash and then Orpheus pops up dressed up in his, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, outfit here, (laughs) uh, tells Dean not to, you know, to look away. Uh, and he shoots this purple lightning around the compound trying to kill Hitler, but ends up actually just holding or killing the Nazis that are holding Rusty hostage mm-hmm. uh, here. Uh, the main Nazi looks up and says, it's so beautiful, uh, mm-hmm. just like the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then his face melts yep. like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And get gets all over Rusty. Uh, he's tying up yeah. the chair. Getting, you're getting a face all over me. <laughs> yeah. Hot melting face. Gross. <laughs> Uh, we get our new uh, title sequence. We got hatred uh, put in there mm-hmm. in the place of Brock, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we're going to uh, enter the part of the uh, the story, you know, back towards the beginning, um, you know, with Brock and his escape from the OSI. You know, he quit. You know, he didn't just quit mm-hmm. bodyguard. He didn't just quit the bodyguard assignment. He doesn't want anything to do with the spy game anymore. He got dicked around too much, right? Yeah. Uh, but he wakes up in a, in a recovery room. His torso is bandaged and, uh, you know, he's just in terrible pain. Uh, and he sees that he's in the shed, the speculative human engineering division. Yeah. As he walks by, he overhears people in the hall, uh, which he thinks is they're talking about what to do with him. Yeah. Here. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, should we just do a, a brain wipe? And no way that this guy's got 20 years worth of news we can use. Um, I love news we can use. As a, yeah. <laughs> um, we just need to do an attitude adjustment to rid him of his antisocial tendencies. Uh, Brock runs away. It turns out they're talking to hatred. Yes. And, you know, hatred said, I kind of need a job. So this is come, coming back in the fold. Uh, they're giving him the, the no molest all, uh, you know, time to make all those little naked boys in your head go away. Yeah. Uh, injecting with it, injecting him with a drug that will uh, that will suppress uh, the uh, mm-hmm. you know the, the extremely problematic and horrible uh, you know and, uh, it would be a real miracle drug drug in real life. It would, yeah. You know, yeah. I kinda, Not kinda, for me, <laughs> but, but you know, my body produces that naturally. I'm insulin yeah. resistant. Not, not no molestol resistant, but the uh, like it would be yeah. it would be a real godsend. It would, yeah. yeah. It would it would it would save a, pedophiles it, out it, there. It, it would it would save a lot of heartache for people. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Brock thinks that people are pursuing him, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, but instead it turns out they're chasing down an invisible man, just an unrelated invisible man. And I love this detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're shooting with paintballs so they can keep track of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great looking. Like it looks like he's in the little Miss Can't Be Wrong video. <laughs> Uh, Brock grabs a doctor and is like, what the hell did you do to me? And uh, he's like, no, you know, the sick, sick bay was full. We saved your life. Uh, and he pulls off his torso bandages, uh, and the explosion, uh, embedded helper's head into his chest Yep. Uh, here. <laughs> who's helper, still alive. Helper's is jabbering. <laughs> uh, he's, you know, the doctor's like, please don't kill me. He says, I'm not. He opens the door of the fortress, jumps out, uh, and instead kills a random OSI agent by using his jetpack as a. As a hoverboard. <laughs> yep. Um as is, as he's falling, helper uh, starts beeping and he goes, No, 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 don't activate your helicopter, emergency helicopter blades will work by. <laughs> you have to trust me. Oh, it's so good. Uh just a hey beaker, don't panic, please. Yep. 
Uh, we cut to Hank and again. This is the story that's moving backwards. Uh, so we're kind of in the sequence right before the, you know, the operation to take out the Nazis. Um, Hank's appearance is different here. He's not dressed like uh, uh, Fred from Scooby Doo anymore. Uh, his mm-hmm. hair is grown out. Um, he's reading a comic. We see the uh, the uh, the value rating on there. It is at eight hundred and fifty dollars. So mm-hmm. there's still something there, but it's like all shot and it's covered in blood and shit and stuff like that. Um, yeah. He's in the bathroom with Orpheus Dean and hatred. They're getting ready to to do this operation. Yeah. And very specifically, Hank is dressing like Brock. Yes. He's, he's wearing Brock's uh, denim uh, jacket with the sheepskin collar. Yeah. And growing his hair out. Yes. For Brock reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, hatred is going over the plan to deal with the Nazis while Dean paints his face, uh, painting it all colorfully. Uh, Hank is over it. You know, is it me or does every Nazi want to kill Hitler? It's all that or clone Hitler. That's all they really want to do. <laughs> uh, Hatred says something, you know, like, you know, he's one of the greatest murderers of all time. And Dean gets really upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you say that about Hitler? I love Hitler and Hitler loves me. He's not all that bad. He just needs someone to believe in him. Can you give Hitler a chance? Mm-hmm. Which is just saved by the, the voice performance. Yes. Um, Dean runs away mm-hmm. like a, like a babby. Yeah, uh, in the face of having to murder Hitler. <laughs> yeah, you know, just say you need to kill him. He's a mass murderer. No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna want to kill his dog. Um, mm-hmm. Orpheus is here. You know, he hands hatred a mirror, saying, "Hey, you need to look at what Dean did." Uh, uh, <laughs> hatred asks Dean to draw to paint uh, uh, camouflage on his face, but he but he did it all multicolored, like you know, like a like a clown. kid would do. Yeah, yeah, uh, clown makeup. Like yeah, Halloween clown makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Hank says that he'll kill Hitler. Oh, I've killed hundreds of Nazis with, with, with grenade launchers. And they look at him like, okay, what is, what is this? Medal of Honor Heroes 2. Oh, Very we, specific poll. Yep. The Wii and PSP Medal of Honor yep. <laughs> game. Like, weird. Uh, stick to Tomb Raider, boys. Um, Orpheus says, like, you can't do it because Hitler needs to be killed with his golden dagger after the ritual of cleansing is done, and only Dean can get close enough because right. Hitler likes Dean. Right. Uh, Hatred's like, okay, you know, can you guys get out of here? I got a wipe. <laughs> like, it turns out the whole time he's been sitting on the toilet, he's actually been shitting. Uh, you know, we're at war. Like, you go when you when you can, soldier. We're yeah. at war with the Nazis again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's this running plot of them being out of toilet paper mm-hmm. uh, in the venture compound. So he asks Hank for the magazine so he can shit or so he can wipe his ass with it, which is always a thing that happens in uh, movies and stuff. I find that a newspaper or a magazine, the times I've like tried to wipe my ass with that because I was like a kid and saw in movies and like yeah, yeah. didn't have toilet paper. It doesn't work very well. Well, I mean, so comic newsprint, like especially that old pulp, probably would have worked better. But like a glossy, like ripping a page out of a, out of a red book or whatever. Uh yeah. you know, that happens to you know, just moving it around. Yeah. Like it just it, it is not it is not absorbent as it as it needs to be. Again, not to be gross and not to be crass. It's just uh it is whew, it's a real stopgap. You are not solving the problem. No, I, in those situations, I would almost rather take out my, uh, underwear and use that and then throw away my underwear and raw dog it. Or you're in, you know, you're, you're in a bathroom you, you, to take a shower, you know, like, oh, sure. If you're at home, like I, for some reason, uh, cause if I'm at home, I mean, you know, I, I I'll just waddle out. I'll crab walk to the, uh, to get yeah. some more toilet paper, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking about like being in public. Yes. Like I, I've been trapped in a stall before and that fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 That's wild, man. Like mm-hmm. I check 
and I, and I have been for like 30 years because it happened to me once. Yep. Oh, it only needs to happen once. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So whoever, whatever janitor had to pick up my soiled underwear out of the garbage can and like the Ponderosa in Aurora, Illinois when I was nine. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, I've, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, I apologize to the combination KFC lunch on silver in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. A I, lot of I, ponderosas and I, a lot I, of long john silvers that I, dealt with our. I, I did. I, I, I did. I did my best. Yeah, <sighs> it's a it's a rough rough time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Hank now goes out. He's got his classic look. You know, we're in a different time period now. I mm-hmm. uh, goes out. This is right after the battle. Yeah. Uh, talking to Mister Doe in the hallway, uh, says he needs you know toilet paper. Doe says, "Where do you keep the shit tickets in this uh, this place? Mm-hmm. Shit tickets." Um, you know, and uh, finds Dr. Venter's room and is just kind of taken aback by how 70s it is. Yes. Yeah. 1978 called. Uh, we can tell that this is right after the uh, the battle between the Monarch and OSI because the helicopters are still here and they're out scraping the clone slugs off the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Brock, who had just jumped out previously, uh, you know, from the from the Flying Fortress, he emerges from the compound's fountain like it's Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Yeah. The Submariner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean is in the living room reading Giant Boy Detective with the card holder. It's a lot more fun if you read Susie's parts. Okay, Wishbone. Uh, and he just grabs the book and says, you know, it says the end of it. Uh, and we can tell he wasn't a farmer. He was a gold miner. Mm-hmm. Why? Because cowboy cow pies don't sparkle. Yeah. That was gold dust. And, and Dean is uh, very, uh, just well, like, huh. I, I just, I just love like some of the writing, especially like the, like the, like the dialogue. Like it's simple. Like freakishly in human voice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's simple. Boomed giant boy detective. It's like, of course he would boom. He's 30 feet tall. <laughs> giant boy detective is such a great dumb idea oh, i love it <laughs> be like the worst detective <laughs> like, of like brayden's uh old D character he had uh rogar the ogre rogue uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good god brayden's funny uh, uh, I, I love that man one of my favorites oh man uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brock knocks uh, Mr. Cardholder out. Uh, he's here to get his bug out bag. Um, and he gives, yeah. you know, says like, hey, Dean, you know, just uh, I got to get out of here before you know, Hank comes. Take my communicator watch. I'm not going to see you for a while. Uh, Brock leaves. Hank got so much, so much stuff about shit in this episode. Uh, yeah. Hank comes down the stairs. He says, I had a total Craypaw situation back there. Took me a while to lock it down. Like Craypaw referring to crayon pastels like a particular yeah. kind of thing. So like just, just it's like I was wiping a felt tip marker is, is how I prefer that. Do you refer to that? Pretty, pretty nasty, like yeah. relatable, but nasty. Yeah. Oof. Really, really great little miniature deliveries here. I love uh, when, when uh, Dean sees helper, uh-huh. you know, is like, Oh, can we, you know, have helper back? He's like, yeah, I got to borrow him for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> his chest. And he has to like, explain that. <laughs> um very uh, funny love it uh but but hank doesn't believe that uh that brock was here until he sees the communicator watch um and yeah. you know this is heartbreaking you know hank hank looks up to brock and this kind very of starts much. you know his grieving process you know and also you know we're gonna see he does not take well uh to the presence of uh to his new stepdad basically mm-hmm uh cut back to the after shortly after the the finale mm-hmm. um or cut forward rather 
Um, you know, Hank's hair is grown out. He's wearing Brock's jacket. The CGC rating is $8,000. So mm-hmm. still doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dean is reading giant boy detective, uh, to Hitler, the dog <laughs> who he is named giant boy detective. Yep. And Hank, uh, reminds him like, Hey, that dog has to go. They hear the X one approaching. So they think Brock is back, but it turns out it's 21 and some dudes dressed, uh, as barbarians coming mm-hmm. on the stairs. Uh, he brought his LARP crew, the orchard street wolf pack, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really good name. Yeah. Uh, for, for a LARP crew, maybe remind me of Darkon. Mm. Really funny movie. <laughs> and uh he yeah he's like he thinks like at first like rusty comes out and he thinks that they did it uh but it has butterflies and rusty venture eating dicks all over it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah i think the monarch boys did that yeah i just i just love that the x one is just covered with graffiti that has just been laid out there <laughs> I've, I've come to your village to speak with your necromancer mm-hmm. uh, 21 says <laughs> yeah uh, really, i love rusty being like kill these guys uh to hatred hatred's mm-hmm. being like oh, a foam sword there yeah. yeah i made it myself mine's a battle axe like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i just uh, uh the the, the commentary is fun because like oh yeah like we knew we knew how to do that because like you know we we've, we've larped we knew larp people and just they talked about like yeah you know it was like a plastic like plastic plumbing pipe that we covered with foam so it was so it would be safe. And then we wrapped it with enough duct tape that it was unsafe again. Unsafe. <laughs> well, they specifically say that they didn't, uh, uh, LARP. They just hung out with, um, Ben Edland. Oh yeah. So they just like took the boffers and beat the crap out of each other for a summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, it was, it was even, you know, there's no, there's no role at yeah, all. Yeah. Dude's uh, rock. Live action hitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live action <laughs> friend <laughs> violence. Yeah. <laughs> oh man uh but yeah you know gary has uh some some business to attend to um and uh rusty walks after him saying like hey i'm in real deep shit with this cloning thing you know the osa the osi is riding me and have these other guys who want me to clone their dear leader um <laughs> uh and so uh gary 21 says like hey you know i can give you this price the, this uh I, I says no i gave you my priceless very uh family heirloom but uh you deceived me he's here to talk to the necromancer he's here to talk to orpheus yeah uh orpheus says he's not quite a necromancer it just sounds less goofy than like wizard or mage mm-hmm. you know, it's basically all we have raise, left <laughs> yeah yeah does not specifically raise the dead this contradicts a little bit of uh, earlier stuff yeah when people question his mastery over the dead and he's like do you even know what i do mm-hmm. you know but it also explains why he's not been summoning skeletons yeah yeah the whole time you know <laughs> Uh, they're getting interrupted by this growling and Dean yelling is because Hitler is chewing on a mummified hand. Um, this is like the ancient artifact of something. I can't remember the name, yeah. but this is a real ass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Orpheus says the dog is evil and 21 corrects him and says, this is learned behavior. Usually get it from the, from the owner. And Orpheus says, not even the great Caesar Milan could, <laughs> uh, could sue this beast. It's just like, I understand what you're saying. 21. Like I, I've also seen that show. Uh, this is literally Hitler. <laughs> yeah yeah in this case it doesn't apply <laughs> oh man um orpheus asked dean like you know for his funny pages so he can go and you know whack, whack the dog to get it to uh to uh drop the to drop the hand uh and he's like hey what was that comic book they don't even say you know like oh you know it, it needs to be killed because it contains the soul of evil um you know and dean shouts why does everybody want to kill my dog and orpheus warps away to prepare for the cleansing ritual uh we cut to the jungle uh we're back in the brock storyline the doctor who well or 
going to be. Uh, the doctor performed who performed Hunter's sex change uh, surgery is here, uh, who has a name in season six, Dr. Volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking to this lead Nazi who we've seen saying that, like, you know, he did the best he could, but you're going to need to get another body. You're going to be all out of Reichs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he could, they, they put, you know, the thing that happened is they put Hitler's uh, soul into a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a temporary holding measure. Yes, it is the it is it is the the vessel. It is the 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 temporary grail. I I, I love this character. This is just Brendan Small doing the uh, the Adelberg voice from uh, from all yeah. movies. Just just vaguely Central European. Like, oh, I don't, you're gonna be going to be out of race. <laughs> just like it, it's it's, it's really hard to slur. do. Like you. Yeah. You just did it. Whenever I try to do it, I also turn into like an old Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. Like shopkeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very good at it. Yes. Yeah. Brendan Small is a talented I, man. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Brock shows up. You know, he's like, I, you know, pretty low for you to be working for Nazis. Uh, he says, like, you know, I, I need some help. The doctor guess, oh, you know, you want to punch Hunter? Like, you want me to cut off your your ding dong so you can have a cat fight meow? And he goes, no. Uh, you know, he put, and he pulls his uh, his chest open and shows that he's got helper mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, the doctor's like, "You gotta change your mind." I put in a lot of robot hearts ever since Iron Man came out. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just all of these, um, all of these elective arc reactor surgeries. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, and then Brock lies down on the table, uh, and the doctor's like, "Why do you trust me? You know, I like I could kill you." And he pulls out a grenade, pulls the pin, and puts the grenade in helper's mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love this. Yeah. Like, Hope will drop their grenade. Uh, yeah. And just blow everybody up. Yeah. So that's how, that's how Brock survives. And you know, how we have helper later on, uh, with the, uh, with, you know, the body of the walking eye, uh, which mm-hmm. is, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> So cut back to the venture storyline. We're in the hangar. Uh, the the value rating on the comic is twenty two thousand. So not great. Not you know, not near what it was, but you know, still mm-hmm. still in okay shape. Um, Hatred is asleep, and Dean is trying to put a handgun back together. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, I'm uh, done." You know, stopwatch doesn't have an hour function. I love this. Uh, <laughs> Hatred is trying to train Dean, you know, on firearms or whatever. Dean uh, did so badly that he uh, uh, ended up, uh, like, putting his blindfold in it. <laughs> he yeah. was both trying to do it all blindfolded, and it ended up being, like, part of the slide. It's really good. <laughs> it's a really funny image. Yeah. Uh, there. Um, you know, he had to stop because he doesn't know how long it was because the stopwatch doesn't have an hour hand. Yeah. Uh, so... He, uh, Hank walks in and hatred yells him for not being in uniform, mm-hmm. uh, not being in his venture blues. Um, he's wearing the, you know, Brock's jacket and he's reading the comic. He's like, Oh, you're not the boss of me. He's like, I am the, I am full on Charles in charge of you. I'm who's the boss to your, uh, Seriously. spunky little Melissa Milano. <laughs> Uh, we're a unit you know he's trying to bring this uh this military discipline here and hank basically just pulls a you're not my real dad and so hatred says all right well shoot me then you know if you're gonna gonna disrespect me like this you might as well just shoot me so go ahead and take the gun you know um if this is what it takes to earn my respect you can shoot me just take it all out yeah i i I, again kind of love it like Mm -hmm. i i like Sergeant Hatred. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, at this point, he's like, you know, shoot me, Henry Allen Venture. And he's like, I don't like Henry. And he, it's Hank, I don't like Henry. He's like, well, I love Henry. <laughs> you know, he's just like all in, you yeah. know, as, as like uncle um, at this point. Uh, 
he eventually, uh, you know, he starts, you know, crying or, you know, Dean runs off crying. Mm-hmm. Hank starts kind of freaking out and he fires and misses a bunch and hatred saying like each of those are like a dollar. They're coming out of your allowance. Uh, the final shot hits the comic ricochets and grazes hatred's arm. And Hank is very sorry, but hatred is very overjoyed yeah. at this point. And just remember when hatred took a bullet for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sweet. Uh, um, Dean comes running back in the hangar because Helper chased him. He yep. was walking by. <laughs> Rusty, uh, being the monster he is, like, oh, it's just Helper Dean. Yeah. He just wants a hug. I, just, I, I, I love this. Rusty doesn't have a single care in the world for Helper, right? When Helper yeah. was, you know, the, the, the robot nanny. But the second he uh, has a use for him as like a, a, you know, it's like, oh, we can do the walking eye. Now all of a sudden he's part of the family when he's horrified. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't I didn't see it like that at all. I thought he was he was just torturing Dean. Oh no, I, like, I, I think he knew that that the walking eye was scary. He's like, it's Helper. He just wants a hug. <laughs> yeah. And this kid is crying and running away and he's yeah, he's yeah. teasing him. I, I I I literally think that he's just insensitive. He doesn't realize that the boys are attached to Helper because he mm. he, he does nothing but resent it and door helper. <laughs> everybody, everybody write in at the end yeah. of the thing. Which how did you interpret his line? <laughs> one. Uh, we cut over to Brock. Uh, he's fat and he yep. has a big, long, uh, curly mullet and beard. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been kind of getting back into the game, you know, training with Steve Austin and Bigfoot in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Steve Austin's like, do you want to take some more time? Like you're not in the best shape. You know, I invited you to go running with us. He's like, you're no fun to run with because you got those bionic legs. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they're trying to talk him out of leaving because Brock says, hey, you know, there's only so many options left to me. I can't stay out here hiding forever. You know, he's packing his stuff up. Um, I love I love this. He's been doing art therapy with them. You know, it's really cute. <laughs> it's not art therapy. It's not really my bag, but yeah. I made you this. <laughs> just like shitty little picture of Steve Austin and Bigfoot. I love it. It was like, oh, we love it. We're going to treasure it forever. It's like, oh, it's very sweet. Like, like what good friends, you know, like, well, t- yeah. t- t- taking in our buddy and helping him get over the huge betrayal that he suffered. Ah, it's oh, great. It's darling. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, Brock, again, just being a good friend, he's, he tells Bigfoot, like, hey, you know, g- got to stay away from those campers. I don't want to see you on YouTube again. Very cute. Oh, I love I love Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's super good. Uh, cut over to Rusty in the cloning lab. Uh, the CGC rating is $53,000. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the Nazis. Um, he's like, why does everyone want clones? You know, the last guy tried to pay me in a comic. What are you going to give me a dog? I need cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the main Nazi says, you know, your family will be rewarded uh, living like kings in the glory of the new father land. And they all hail. And then Rusty at this point realizes that they're Nazis. No way. You're not. Uh, way. You guys are Nazis. Yeah. Nine, you're not. not. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Nine, we are not. Um, <laughs> You know, Rusty is like, oh, your your German accents are horrible. And the lead uh, Nazi says, you know, this dog has is is the blood grail, has the 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 you know the blood of the rail. Um, this is not a request. Yeah, you know, eight months to clone Hitler or the consequences will be dire. Yeah. So that was what we saw at the beginning of the episode was them coming in and you know, Ru- Rusty having uh having not made any progress. Uh all that happened was uh Dean got attached to the dog. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the, you know, they says like, Hey, you know, uh, we Brock is gone. We can't, we need a bodyguard. 
you know, buck up. Dean don't get attached to the dog. The dog shits on the floor and Rusty, Rusty uses this priceless comic book to scoop it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the, back to the Brock timeline. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Molotov is talking to Hunter, going through some contracts that are offered to them, uh, up in the, uh, the Blackheart HQ. Um, and Brock is watching them from the vent. Uh, and as he's crawling along, he runs into a Sphinx guy. This doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Sphinx has been disbanded. They, like, they're not a mm-hmm. thing anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and they start arguing over who has dibs on the Blackhearts, you know? Uh, Molotov says that she thinks there's a mole in the organization, Hunter starts getting awkward about it, but they, they get interrupted when Brock's and the Sphinx guy fall through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, they land on Molotov so Brock doesn't see her. Uh, Brock gets up after he takes out the Sphinx guy and walks towards Hunter. You know, hey, you know, uh, you, know you can stab me in the back, but you have the balls to shoot me. And he just says, uh, she just says, you, you know, they. I, you yeah. know, Hunter goes back and forth. Yeah, Hunter yeah. Is, is gender fluid. Yeah. Um, nope, but she does. And Molotov shoots him out mm-hmm. of the window. Uh, there's a real, like he lands on a palm tree, which gently sets him down, <laughs> which is a real coincidence. It's a, it's a real Looney Tunes kind of detail. Yeah. It's a pretty weird little moment. I would have just had him fall in a dumpster or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Sphinx guys who were there with their, their operative in the vents, pick him up Yeah, yeah. Uh, from a van and, and load him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cut back to the cloning lab. Uh, we're back towards the beginning. Rusty is talking to Gary, talking to 21, um, and uh, the the value rating pops up at half a million here. Um, and, you know, Rusty is kind of explaining to him, like, hey, you know, I, you don't understand. I, I Like, if I do this, if I clone 24, he's just going to be a baby without the memories. And, you know, 21 is so ride or die. is like, okay, well, I'll just raise him as my own son. I just, I just need him back. Yeah. He, he says, I thought maybe he would have looked like Hank. Yeah. You know, cause everybody knows about this clone thing. Uh, yeah. And this just really underlines that the clone thing is, is kaput. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, Gary goes to hand over his payment, half a million dollars. Like this relic belonged to my father's father and passed down to the first male of every generation. And it's Marvel comics. Number one, uh, the very first Marvel comic. Uh, Rusty says, this is, it's worth 10 cents, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, being being pretty naive here. Yeah. Look, I wasn't uh, born know. yesterday. There's no way something featuring Kazar the Great and 12 pages of jungle adventure is worth half a million dollars. <laughs> Weird. Kazar is still around. It's is super he? strange. Yeah, Kazar gets around, man. Huh. Uh, you know, 21 says, like, it will just hold on to the comic for now and look up its value online. Um, he hands over a cooler with cloning material. Uh, 21's finger still has the Blackbeard's diamond treasure ring. <laughs> you can keep that too. It's worth two low payments of twenty nine ninety nine. Um, very sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like this little bit where twenty one leaves mm-hmm. and uh, is snarky to Hank. Yeah, yeah. Is he's so, been sympathetic to Hank? Like you know, I hate killing you, dude. Like he's he's been sympathetic and he's really like I, Sith mode. I I didn't read this yeah. as like out, outwardly malicious. I think that he just kind of thought like, oh, like I, I we we had this conversation before. It's a you know, it's a callback to the way we talked about your immortality or whatever. You know, sorry. If, if you look at his face, he looks very uh like off, like very off putting. Yeah, like he he sounds very dismissive. Yeah, huh. you know. Yeah, Hank is confused um, at this. He has no idea what he's talking about. Again, because it's not really. I mean, Hank, Hank goes a few seasons, and he, I, I don't think he even like understands exactly what has happened. You know, as of the end of the series. 
oh, he, he knows that he's a clone when Dean tells him. Mm. Like, it, it happens after the Halloween special where Dean gets Gotcha. Confirmed. Yeah, where he gets happens confirmed. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because because Hank, like, is, you know, they go, oh, wow, that's really cool. And Dean, you just, he, he doesn't have any of the existential crisis that Dean has about it. Yeah. Yeah. Dean's a, a mopey, depressed, cure teenager. Yes. Turning into a, a man, Triana. <laughs> um, the, uh, he shows up, uh, right, he has this box. He's like, this box came for you. It's beeping. Um, you know, he, he says like, uh, what did explosive device never occur to you? It'd be more careful, Hank, your safety net's gone. He goes, yeah, I know Brock's gone. <laughs> uh, you're dodging it. The box has helper's head, uh, wrapped in Brock's jacket. And, uh, there's, you know, helpers jabbering and really upset. Uh, Brock left him on for the entire trip. It's kind of their <laughs> way of using the, um, the flashback they're going to have of helper being, uh, on in the closet for during the entire time Rusty went to college. Mm-hmm. If you remember them talking about that planned, yeah, plot, yeah, this is their kind of like nod to that. Yes, yeah. Well, I just I I, lo- I love how <laughs> I love how callous he is because uh, Rusty's like, hey, you know, like hold in both of his eyes while I hit the switch on the back. Uh, Hank's like, oh, are you retrieving data files so we can learn where Brock is? <laughs> like he's in Argentina near a mailboxes, etc. No, I'm gonna hard reboot Helper. I'm not paying for. I'm not paying to send a robot to therapy. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor, poor, uh, poor little helper. Oh, uh, Hank asks if he can keep Brock's jacket. Uh, and Rusty says, if you're so excited about worthless garbage, why don't you have this too? And gives him the comic and he immediately opens it up and starts flipping through it roughly. <laughs> and you see the value start plummeting. Yeah. What is uh, this crap? Poor. Where's Batman? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, we get our kind of finale here. Uh, Brock is naked tied to a chair and a Sphinx guy is interrogating him about his relationship with Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm has a metal plate bolted to his chest uh, here where they, they took out helper's head and they, uh, they don't believe that he's unaware of their operation. Uh, they don't believe that he's not with the OSI anymore. Yeah. Um, and he walks away uh, mm-hmm. here yeah. deliberately revealing the hunter is tied to the back of the chair. Yes. You know, and uh, you know, Hunter doesn't understand why Brock is mad at him, you know, for the whole betrayal mm-hmm. thing. He says, Oh, those assassins were nothing. I didn't, I didn't send you anything that you uh, that you couldn't handle, right? Uh, and I got you out of that dead end job. You know, get to get, get to be a man again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And we, we talked about this during the last episode about it. It being weird to me that Hunter just doesn't care who dies. Yeah. No. In, in the face of this, a couple of people wrote in the Patreon, um, and we're like, no, no, I, yeah, that felt right to me. Mm. Um, that's just going to be inter- you know, interpretation whether something feels right or not. Yeah, it's yeah. not like there's like evidence that he would think this or evidence that he would think that. It's just what you think of the character so far. Yeah, yeah. And Brock's yeah. like, oh, you know, so what do you want me to do? Join your little thrill kill girls club? Sorry, I don't have the tits for it. Of course, there's a little fat joke here. You know, could have fooled me, popping fresh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brock slowly puts it together. Like, unless, mm-hmm. you know, Hunter, you're working undercover. I love that's it. Work it out. Thinkenstein. <laughs> Thinkenstein <laughs> is very funny. Um, you know, saying like Sphinx wasn't after Molotov. You know, they were after Hunter. Uh, and Hunter, who has now escaped, uh, throws his cap and wig back at Brock and says, boy, oh, you don't know Dick. Uh, he no longer has breast mm-hmm. uh, at this point. Um, wearing, he's wearing a Sphinx uniform and there are tons of Sphinx agents around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are credits uh, here. Uh, then we get a very long post-credit scene again, yep. which basically continues this uh, and brings those two timelines together. Yes, and wraps up all the Hitler giant boy detective stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So, you know, Orpheus has just finished catching the spell. The, uh, the, the, the main Nazi's face is melted, uh, but giant boy detective ran away. So, you know, we still have Hitler's soul and blood out there. Uh, so we need to, mm-hmm. uh, we need to clean that up. We need to get, get we need to get a, a, a golden dagger in that boy. Yep. Uh, you know, so, uh, Hank is up in the hills. He hears someone approaching. Um, it turns out it's the, the dog, it's Hitler who's ready to attack, but Brock tackles and kills the dog with the golden dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hank is about to radio his dad and sure relief stops him. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, you know, it turns out like he just says hi to Hank, like, Hey Hank. Mm-hmm. Killed Hitler. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cross that, cross that off the list of cool shit. I never thought I'd get to do. <laughs> um, you know, Hank is crying. He's like, "Why did you leave?" And Brock says, "Like, I'll never leave you." Um, but right now, these guys need me more than you do. Yes. Uh, and you know, you can't tell anybody that I'm around. Yeah. So setting up, you know, he's gone for the first half of the season, mm-hmm. um, and then they wrote this episode at the end to kind of explain yes. why he's been gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so he yeah. disappears, you know, goes off into Sphinx land and hatred walks up, you know, asking like, Hey, you know, Hank, did you, you know, did you kill, did you kill Hitler? And he says, no, an angel killed him. And then ultimately he takes credit. You know, no, I definitely killed Hitler. Because well, he, well, he wants the ice cream cake. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Hatred said, Oh, if you had, I was going to buy you a big ice cream, ice cream cake. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm just totally kidding. It was me. Because mm-hmm. ice cream cake is a powerful motivator. It is. Yeah. And that's the episode. Uh, it accomplishes a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's probably like pretty firmly in my bottom half of episodes of this season, but yeah, it's more because the season is really good. The highs are really high. Um, yeah. Uh, and I just, I, there are straighter putts this season that I think I really prefer. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just one of those things like, uh, you know, anything that relies on a structure like this or anything that like has a structure like this, you kind of have to work out like, what is that? What is that hiding? You know, like, like, mm-hmm. like, like, well, what's his purpose here? Like if we deinterlaced it and I considered like taking all of this and putting it into chronological order so we could present it in a less confusing way, but that wouldn't be, you know, honest to the way the episode worked, yeah. uh, you know, but, um, but like, you know, like, okay, like if I took this and put it in the actual order, like what would be revealed about the soundness of this, of the, of the story, you know, would it still be entertaining? Um, and it just turns out like they, like what they're trying to accomplish is, you know, getting across the events of a very long period of time without it feeling like an episode long montage. Yeah. Yep. And, and largely successful at that, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't end up being my absolute all time fave overall or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We'll be back uh, in a week with another episode. If mm-hmm. you'd like to get episodes early, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Please do. Uh, you get episodes early, and you can also get bonus episodes of other shows and whole bonus shows even. Uh, it mm-hmm. is it is a good time. Otherwise, uh, leaving a rating or review uh, in uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever directory you use, that helps us out a great deal. And uh, tell your friends. Yeah, we would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until next time, go, go team, team venture. venture.